Hello everyone, this is Jennifer Bryant and welcome to the Practical Family Podcast where we are building strong foundations and healthy homes. Today I have a special guest on. Lynn Cowell is the Proverbs 31 speaker and author. She's written several books for young girls, teen girls, and really women of all ages. But her newest book, Brave Beauty, Finding the Fearless You, is written for girls ages about 8 to 12 or so. And I picked this up specifically for me and my daughter. Chloe and I are going through this very simple book. It's written devotional style for young girls. And I am so moved by it because Lynn touches on so many topics relating to fear and overcoming obstacles, uh, how to be a confident and courageous young girl. And I'm just so excited to have Lynn on the program with me today. So welcome, Lynn. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's so great to to see you. We're actually recording on Skype right now, so I can see your beautiful face and and uh, ask you questions at the same time. So this is fun. Um, now, now you're in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. We've lived here for about 20 years. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So the East Coast and, and you have three grown children. Yep. They're all um, young adults. In fact, we had two of them graduate on the same weekend um, just a few months ago. And so um, yep, they're all moving toward their own lives. Oh, wow. So you, uh, you mentioned that you and your husband are getting used to being empty nesters now. Yeah. Yeah. It's a new, it's a new season. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. So you, I actually met you first at the She Speaks conference this year in, uh, in North Carolina. We sat in on, on one of uh, your workshops about moving forward. You were encouraging us as, as writers, as speakers to, you know, don't, don't be afraid to, to move forward. And this is, you know, these are the things that you're going to face as as writers. You're going to have self-doubt. You're going to have this and that. So you have, in writing books two and four women, you have come across, I imagine, many different reasons why women are feel held back in today's world. Can you can you talk a little bit about that? What you found that most women are are struggling with? Well, I think um, a, a lot of us, uh, even as young people, um, we were kind of encouraged that. If you're going to do something, you have to succeed in doing it. And in having that kind of mentality um, where it's not okay to fail, um, I think that it teaches us to not to try. In fact, I heard this statistic recently. Um, it's not it's not in, in a new study, but Hewlett Packard did this um, this research, and they pulled men and women and to find out when they're interviewing for jobs how do men and women respond? And and they learned that a man would interview for a job if he was only 60% um, qualified for a job, but a woman would only interview for a job if she felt she was 100% qualified. And I think that speaks to who we are as women, that unless we have this full confidence that we absolutely know we're going to succeed, then we don't try at all. And, um, and I think that that is what is holding us back is this, this perfection that, um, we have to do it right or we don't do it at all. Mm, That perfection, that's that, that ugly word that keeps coming up (laughs) in our, in our culture today, that, that as moms, especially that we feel like we have to do it right. You know, people talk about the Pinterest pages and having 
having things together, but what does it really mean to have it together? But so you're saying that that women are afraid to do something unless they know they can do it well. Is that what you're mm-hmm. finding? Yes, where I think that, um, you know, and, and again, I'm going based on this research that it would appear that guys are a little more um, willing to take a chance, you know, gamble mm-hmm. a little bit, but not women, not, it, unless we absolutely know it's going to turn out, you know, we're not going to give that party unless we know the food's going to be great. And, mm-hmm. you know, the atmosphere is going to be perfect. We're, we're, we're afraid to try something unless we know exactly how it's going to turn out. Oh, wow. See, that reminds me of my little boy. My my seven-year-old boy is such the risk taker. He's one of those, you know, shoot first and ask questions later. You know, he's ask for forgiveness later. But my daughter, I find, is more cautious. And she's only a year older than him. She's eight, you know, but she's she's a lot more um, calculated. And, you know, when she decides to give herself to people, whether it's giving him a hug or just, she'll kind of like analyze the situation or she'll talk about, Oh, before I sign her up for a dance class. Oh, I don't, I don't know, mom. I don't know if I can do it. I've never done that dance before I go, baby, you know, you've done other things. And I go down a list with her of other things that she's been able to succeed in. Mm -hmm. And and then I find that that builds her confidence. Mm -hmm. So that's so interesting that you put it that way, because even as we're reading through brave beauty, you speak very specifically to specific subjects that girls that young girls have have issues with. So is that really why you decided to go to to speak to younger girls? Well, part of it has to do with some research that, um, again, that I read, and it said that a girl's confidence peaks at age nine. Mm. Age nine, that is the age in which a girl feels the best about herself. And that really broke my heart. And I felt like that is something that as women we can help change that because if we will demonstrate to our daughters, to the neighbor girl next door, to the team that we coach, wherever we have an opportunity to influence girls, if we can begin to show through our lives and to encourage them, go ahead and try because you know what? If you fail or if it doesn't turn out the way you thought it would, you're not failing, you're learning. Mm -hmm. And, and so much of how we learn in life is when things don't turn out. Um, my kids are in this new season of life and, and a couple of them are, are young professionals and they're, you know, trying to figure out what do they want to do with their life. And, and if it, if the beginning job isn't exactly what they wanted, then they feel like they failed, but it's, but I'm, I'm trying to teach them, even as young professionals, you're not failing. You're learning what you do and you don't want to do in life. And whether that's in a job situation or whether that's in dating or whether it's in our our young little people um, in, in learning new sports or instruments, a lot of how we learn is by trying something. And if it doesn't turn out, then we don't have to be afraid to try again. Just because something turns out doesn't turn out the way we wanted, we don't have to quit we just try again and maybe we try in a different way. Yes, try again. If at first we don't succeed, <laughs> try, yeah. try again. I actually found that. I didn't realize that was in uh, what, you know, one of the older um, uh, poetry books that we found recently. And I said, and I found that and I pointed that to my kids and I said, see, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. And it was a, you know, a longer poem. But, but that connected to them what we've been trying to teach them as far as no, just get up. It's okay. It's mm-hmm. okay to, to fail. 
And, mm-hmm. um, and I see this downcast look in their, in their little faces. You know, I remember I'm the mom of young kids, so I haven't seen through, right. through the, the end of the teenage years, which I'm really looking forward to, fingers crossed. Um, but what you're seeing that, or what you have seen even probably in your own kids, what it's, what it's turned into when they have the confidence going in, not that they're going to do it 100% perfect, but mm-hmm. that they're looking forward to another learning opportunity. And I think mm-hmm. the seeds of those happen when they're when they're much, much younger. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of it can be even the way we respond as parents when that quote unquote failure comes. So when that struggle comes in school, you know, do we as parents panic when they start struggling in, in math? You know, do we um, quickly just feel like, you know, we have to find the answer to fix this? Or do we encourage our child, you know, sometimes finding the answer is a process And it's not something that happens right away. You know, one of the things that I think is kind of funny is, is as believers, is we often talk about the promises of God. Well, one of Jesus's promises was that in this life, you will have trouble. But that isn't probably one that we quote to our children a lot. (laughs) But, But that's part of being brave. Part of being brave and being courageous is when you face trouble, which you will face, is how do you how do you handle it? Do you partner with God and say, "Okay, God, you knew this was coming. What can you and I do together in this situation?" Rather than seeing it as a time to panic and um, and and lose our confidence. Right, right. What's what's going to throw us off? And is this the will this be the worst thing in the world, or what do we do after we get up? Basically. Ab- Absolutely. That that whole and I'm sure you've heard the phrase. You know what 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 doesn't kill you makes you stronger. <laughs> Do you, did you ever find yourself saying that to your kids, or or how would you how did you uh, guide them in that way when they were younger? You know, I didn't use that phrase, but I sure wish I had because it's it's a powerful one. Because I think that we feel like um, that that when we go through those hard times, that it's an indication of who we are and it can make us feel disqualified. So, you know, if you, again, if they try out for that sport and they didn't make it, well, then that must mean that they're a bad athlete. No, it just might mean that that's not a good fit for you. Um, my daughter, when she was growing up, her best friend constantly played softball, which is what my daughter Maddie played. And, um, Softball was not a good fit for her, but she wouldn't give it up because that's what everyone else was doing. Well, when she got um, into middle school, she ended up having a surgery for scoliosis and had two um, rods put in her back. And after that, she couldn't play softball anymore. So you know what she did? She ended up getting involved in theater and music. And now today she's majoring in music in college. But had she never went through that quote unquote failure she would have never found what she was passionate about. Mm. And so again, you know, whether it's, um, whether it's us as women or, or again, when we're talking about our children, sometimes it's a matter of finding out what we don't want or what we're not gifted at before we can find the things that God has gifted us for. Yes. Amen. You know, I can even see this applying to, as you're talking about younger women going into the workplace, when they figure out that maybe a job wasn't for them, maybe not that they weren't qualified, but maybe they have this job and then it's going and it's going 
and it, something is just not clicking and and maybe they have to be let go or fired to figure out what they're really supposed to do in life you know that that even that that can be a huge blow to to our ego you know to our our sense of identity I know I certainly went through something similar in my life and and it put me on this whole new trajectory of well this is how God wants me to use my gifts not that that was just for a season so what Mm -hmm. would you say to to younger women trying to find their way in life um, maybe they didn't have that that huge confidence building opportunity as a young girl. Uh, maybe they came from a hard family life. How how do you push them forward now? Well, that actually just happened to my middle daughter, who's 23. Um, she is in grad school and she lost the job that she had um, and was you know, panicking because, you know, she's got to pay her rent and do these, you know, do the things that we do as adults. But as a result of losing that job, it propelled her to begin to look for something different. And now she has a professorship, an assistantship with a professor doing exactly what she is passionate about. But the the thing is, is to remember in between that time period that the word of God tells us that the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. And sometimes those steps involve rejection. Right before this recording, I found out about something that I was rejected on. I mean, just 10 minutes ago, I was crying and struggling over something um, that was uh, impacting my own confidence. And, And me and God were wrestling it out because here's what I know. I know that God orders my steps. And I know that God is in control of opening or closing the doors that not only does he know are best or or not the best for me, but more importantly, he knows what is going to bring glory to his kingdom. And ultimately, that's what all this is about. Yes, it is about how we feel about ourselves, but more importantly, it is about him living his life out through us. And what does that take? What formation does he have to do in us in order for us to reach the potential that he has poured into us? Mm. Oh, that is so good, Lynn. Thank you for sharing that with us. That's that's very, very important to know that we all struggle with these things. And that's a very real day-to-day struggle. I mean, I I know that after every time I publish something or do a podcast, I'm hit with something new. (laughs) And that's, that's exactly why this over this last year that um, I wrote my book for women called make your move, because I needed to do that in my own life, I needed to overcome my own fears and failures. And I needed to find women in God's word who had done that and could model for me how to push past these fears and failures that we have in life that try to hold us back and find the confidence that Christ calls us to find in him. Hmm. Yeah, so that book is Make Your Move, Finding Unshakable Confidence Despite Your Fears and Failures. Mm-hmm. I love that. Right, right before we started, you mentioned that this study is actually the follow-up to, to Brave Beauty which you wrote toward younger girls, but Make Your Move is really more directed toward the mamas of these Mm -hmm. daughters. I mean, especially if you're raising young daughters, but just as a mom of any, you have any, you know, children at all, it's, we always, we face these insecurities constantly. Well, we, we can't give away what we don't have. So, you know, if we're, if we're wanting to be women of influence within 
our families, within our work, within our churches. Um, we need to find our confidence in Christ so that we can give that away so we can teach other women to be confident and reach their um, full potential. Yes, yes. Now, I wanted to ask you about the, the title Brave Beauty, um, because we talked about the brave part of it. We talked about the confidence, fearlessness, courage, being courageous, overcoming obstacles. But what about the beauty part, Lynn? Can you talk to me a little bit about why you named it Brave Beauty? Because what is, what is the beauty then that is brought out in overcoming these things? Well, culture tells us constantly what how to define beautiful. You know, it's a very, very small box on uh, what American culture at least um, defines as beautiful. And, and again, I found that recent statistics revealed that seven out of 10 girls feel like they don't measure up. That when it comes to that word beautiful, that they don't feel like they're beautiful. And as a tween girl, which Brave Beauty is written to, they're starting to see all these changes going on in their body and the comparison starts really young. So they might look in a mirror and feel like all the changes that they're experiencing are happening way too fast or they can feel just the opposite. When will I finally start looking like I'm growing up? And so I think that we need to begin to address early on this issue of body image because it is a big thing for us as women and to teach our girls that gorgeous is more than the face in the mirror, that gorgeous has to do with who she is, um, her character and having the fruit of the spirit in her life and just to teach her to see herself the way God sees her. Yes. Yes, and what does God say about us? He calls us beautiful. We're precious. We're his daughters. We're the daughters of the king. <laughs> you know, it's uh, oh, so many great scriptures on that. Actually, I'm going to put those in the show notes because I think we all need to be reminded of that. But also, Lynn, you have, you have freebies also as well on your site that the young girls can put on their phone or their mobile device to remind them of those truths. And that's really what it is, right? Because even as you were describing what you do when you were feeling particularly attacked that day in, in your self-confidence, that it's a return to truth. Here's what I do mm -hmm. know, you said. Here's yep. what God says I am. And where mm -hmm. we plant ourselves in our identity is just the most powerful place that we can be as a woman, especially as a woman of God. One of my favorite freebies on my um, site is called Grounded, Standing Firm in a Roller Coaster World. And it's a five-day devotional for girls that, that moms can do with their girls, or it could be used in a, a Sunday school class to help our girls to become grounded so that when these thoughts come, because um, they're going to come, um, it, it helps them to learn early on to go back to the to who Jesus says that we are. Mm, that's so good. Oh wow! So as you are um, continuing to write to speak to to young women, what is the one thing that you want any woman listening to this podcast today? And and I'll tell you that our that our audience is mostly mothers, stay at home mothers, homeschooling mothers. Mm -hmm taking mm -hmm. care of their kids and, mm -hmm. and doing their best to teach them and to impart wisdom and character mm -hmm. lessons and mm -hmm. love. What, do you, what would you say to uh, that mama today to encourage them? Our society and our culture um, through 
through media um, and through all of the different ways that that we take in culture into our life teaches us to build our confidence on three on three things on someone that someone may be our kids, the way our kids perform, how our kids, quote unquote, turn out. It, it might be a someone as in a marriage um, or on some place like our church, our community. But those are all things we can lose. We can lose someone. We can lose someplace. We can lose something. The only thing in life that we cannot lose or have taken from us is Christ. And he is the only one that we can build a firm foundation on, that we can build our confidence on. Mm, amen. So seeking God, continuing to build that relationship with the Lord, because that's, that's really our rock. Whether we're a mother or, and raising young daughters or, or a woman seeking to find her identity in life, it's building, building our confidence on him first. Amen. Oh, wow. That's right. Well, thank you, Lynn, so much for joining us. Again, if you're listening today, we've been talking with Lynn Cowell. She's the Proverbs 31 speaker and author. She has written a book called Brave Beauty, Finding the Fearless You. And she's also coming out with a new women's devotional called Make Your Move, Finding Unshakable Confidence Despite Your Fears and Failures. And that is coming out November 21st. So you can actually pre-order that on Amazon or at Lynn's site. You can find her at lynncowell.com and we'll have all of those links in the show notes as well. Thank you so much, Lynn. And, and for your contribution to biblical womanhood in, in today's society, helping us find our, our peace and our passions and um, encouraging us to just to move and not let those things hold us back. I really, really appreciate you. Thank you for having me. What a fun conversation with Lynn Kell. I had a great time talking with her, and I hope you had fun listening because this is a subject that is so close to my heart. I have an eight-year-old girl, and she's right here sitting in front of me doing her homework, waving sweetly, listening to her mommy do this podcast. But I have had the chance to go through Lynn's book, Brave Beauty, Finding the Fearless You. And when I presented it to Chloe, she was excited to start it because, you know what, it's written to girls her age. It's for girls from 8 to 12 years old. And the sections in it are just so relevant to this age group. Lynn, is, I think, is truly gifted in speaking to this age group, the preteens, the, the teen girls, that need to hear these messages about what it takes to overcome the fears in, in their lives. And you know what? It speaks to my mommy heart, too, because as a woman, there are things, as a mom, there are things that I still need to overcome, that I'm afraid of, that I fight against, that I don't take to the Lord when I need to, to have that peace. So Brave Beauty is a chance for you to have devotions with your daughter and find out the things that she cares about, find out the things that she's afraid of to help her on the journey to overcoming those fears you can actually win a copy of Brave Beauty. I have two copies, two copies of this book, Brave Beauty. So join in on the Practical Family podcast page on our website. Go to practicalfamily.org, and if you click on the post that's connected to this podcast episode, go down to the bottom where you see the comments and answer this question in the comments. What is one courageous thing that you've had to do in your life lately? 
Now you can answer this from your own perspective, or you can have a young girl in your life answer this. Maybe she's your daughter or your teenager or a niece or a granddaughter. Ask her that question and put the answer in the comments and I'll enter you to win a copy of Brave Beauty. I'm giving away two of these copies. And if you can do that by November 15th, this is when we're recording this podcast, then I'll notify you after that day if you've won. You can get this book and give it away yourself to someone special that you know for Christmas. The holidays are coming soon. Or or start reading it right away with a special young girl in your life. If you've enjoyed listening to the Practical Family Podcast, you are going to be in for a treat. We have some special guests coming on in the next month or so, including Becca Pogue, who wrote the book Choosing Real. We also have our very own pastor, Waxer Tipton, coming on to talk to you about Christmas traditions. I'm so excited for the rest of this month. And if you would, if you are subscribed to uh, this podcast on iTunes, awesome. Thank you so, so much. Would you do me a quick favor and go on and rate us on iTunes? That would help so much with the show's ratings and getting it out there for other people to hear it. So go ahead and rate us on iTunes, or if you're on Google Play, you can do that as well. Thank you so much for listening. You have been listening to the Practical Family Podcast, where we are encouraging families to build strong foundations and healthy homes.